Walter Life with Brent and Jeff. What are we doing at the door, are we, buddy? This is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Thank you for being here. We're going to be working it out for the next couple of hours here. So stay tuned. Keep it locked. We are excited about our topic this evening, a healthy fear of sin and the enemy. Hmm, intriguing. Yeah, great to partner up with our last week's episode, Fear of the Lord. It's two weeks of fear. That's right. To you know, get out your rebelling against the whole, you know, no fear bumper stickers and stickers that are out there. No, we should have fear. There's things we should have fear for, so that's yeah, what we're going to be Don't be ashamed. Yeah, it's good to be scared. A little bit. About some things. Yeah. Um, tonight is our 95th episode. We're just creeping ever so slowly to 100. To the big 100. It's pretty insane when you think about it, how awesome it's going to be when we celebrate our 100th show. And this is what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, just the, the fact that we have an enemy that is only out to get us and that is his his sole desire is to do whatever it takes to separate us from God and the thing that he uses is sin and temptation and we're going to be talking about the danger that's out there of sin and how we shouldn't be sugarcoating or covering sin or making light of it in any way even though yes we are dead to sin like the Bible says God has forgiven us you know we are free from the bondage of sin that doesn't mean that we should lose respect for the power that sin once held and could again hold in our lives if we're not careful. So it's kind of a, a warning show in a sense, but also a, a challenge to us to have the proper perspective, just like we spoke of last week about having a proper perspective of God and who he is as opposed to who we are. Also focusing this week on who we are and having a proper perspective on what we're capable of as sinful beings and respecting uh, and keeping a safe distance away from sin and the enemy, obviously. It is impossible for us to do anything good and to to walk a good, straight life that's sinless, you know, and pure and holy and clean. All those things that we desire for our lives. It's impossible to do that in and of our strength because our hearts are, Jeremiah says, are deceitfully and desperately wicked. They're dark. You know, we are capable of so much. And um, hopefully tonight we can draw some attention to to that, not to discourage us necessarily, but to, um, one, to shine the light of how amazing God's forgiveness and love and, and the, what the, the power that the cross had in our lives, but more so than that, that we can have a, a you know a healthy respect for what we are capable of, um, and hopefully that we can cling to Jesus even more at the end of tonight uh, than when we started. So I'm excited because, yeah. you know, the Lord always opens up his word and always teaches us as we're going through this, and, um, you know... We talk, but then we go back and go, wow, I can't believe the Lord was speaking that. It was really cool. Yeah. You know, because we are, you know, I'll be first to say I'm very incapable of saying anything worthwhile. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, but that's, that's so true. I mean, the objective here is to be holy. The Bible says, uh, and the Lord says, to be holy as I am holy. And these, these last two shows that we're, we're dealing with tonight, especially, you know, whatever it takes to be holy, that's what we're focusing on. First, we talked about the fear of the Lord keeping us holy. Tonight we're going to be talking about fe- the fear of going back to what we were and um, how when we're first saved, it's all rosy. You know, sin is so distasteful when we first get saved because we see the grotesque image of Jesus on the cross and that being that our, our sin held him there. We see that and we're like, oh, why would I ever sin? And it's so fresh. But as we go through life and, and as the world takes over, we can get into trouble. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period. That is Red, Fight Inside. Great song, Red. Great new band. Music for Brand Red. new Red. 
you know? So it's shiny red. It's like fire engine Corvette red. Yes, because it's new. It's new. When it gets old, then it gets It's got darker. that new car smell, or that new music smell, if it has a smell. <laughs> well, when you open a new CD, yeah, which it does have se- that. people seldom do anymore, because they're all about the digitized music, but I, there's stuff. nothing like getting that CD, man. Just you open that up. The cover. That impossible sticky tape that they put across so that you can't open it. <laughs> like, what is that for? I don't know. But then once you finally get through the, the jaws of life inside. there, <laughs> the prize inside is oh so sweet. Yes. And there's that Hopefully. smell of that fresh paper. It's like never been touched or mishandled. Equally disappointing is when you go through all that effort and it's just not good. Yeah, I know. You're it's like, like oh, there's only that this? one minute of that song that's good. Everything else is terrible. That the one they play on the radio, that's the only song that's good. <laughs> Everything oh. else is terrible. Oh. But um, Bummer, one hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to our topic here. Fear of good music. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was last week. Uh, <laughs> Phobia. Yeah, melophobia or whatever it was called. Um, a healthy fear of sin. We're not talking about like being afraid of a little guy in a red suit with a pitchfork and being like, oh no, he's going to come and get me while I sleep. That would scare me. Yeah, or like, you know, the horror flick kind of fear. It's a healthy fear. It's that it's that proper perspective as we spoke of last week. Um, sin. I'm just thinking of the Romans verse that says, you know, the wages of sin is death. You know, you're like, death. <laughs> it's death. It's eternal death. It's eternal separation from God. That's the result. You know, let's remind ourselves of how drastic this topic of sin really is. It's not like, oh, well, ah, sin. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, in the culture today, like, it's not really an issue. Yeah, it's, it's like, glorified. oh, I did that. <laughs> Aren't I on the living on the edge? Aren't I edgy? Yeah. Aren't I cool? You know, it's like, it's almost glorified, you know. Um, but let's fl- I flat out start calling it what it is, death, spiritual separation. Yeah, I mean, the verse, Paul, it's not like a new argument either. Like, when right. we say, like, well, I'm forgiven, you know. No big deal. Paul's like, well, shall I continue in sin so grace is more and more? Certainly not. How shall we who are dead to sin live any more in it? We think about the fact that sin held Jesus to the cross and was nailed there with him. But the sin is there. It stayed on the cross. It was put to death. Jesus became sin for us. Why are we going up on the cross and like stripping it off and like putting it back on our, you know, in our backpack to hold on as a memory or something? And, you know, I just think of... (laughs) I always get the, the mental picture of the movie Weekend at Bernie's when they're carrying around a dead guy. That's what it's like because we've been crucified with Christ. We're not supposed to be living for those things anymore, but sometimes we kind of mask them up to make them pretty, make them nice and and, and sugarcoat them, if you will. So that And we forget how those things are meant to separate us from God. And it's not like, you know, we always think that God's keeping everything from us and the devil has some cool stuff for us. It's fun. You know, and sin is pleasurable. We know all those verses. But what we forget is that the intent of sin is to separate us from God and to link us in bondage to the enemy. When the enemy's judged in hell, we are going to be judged in hell. That's the whole purpose. The enemy's basically like, well, if I'm going to hell, I'm going to take you with me. And we have to remember that. And that's the healthy fear. That's where that comes in. The sin is what, you know, righteousness links us to God. Sin links us to the enemy. Why would you want to be linked to the enemy? Right. Why? You would. And and to, to maintain that proper perspective is really important. Yeah, it's just not logical. <laughs> it's illogical. And um, I just want to encourage you, check out www.thealterlife.com. Shoot us a little email. Let us know a song you want to hear or if you like the show or if you don't like the show. What, whatever comments you might have, we'd like to get feedback. So that's good. 
Um, so check out the website. You can also hear last week's show. And yeah, that's, um, that's important. That's really cool because if you missed you know, us on the air, you could check it out and listen to the whole thing. It's almost like your own personal TiVo, but for the radio. Just go Ooh. back and listen all over again. And it's great. What would you call that? Because you already used the radio. Tito. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. T-D-O. Not important. <laughs> yeah, that's that. not important at all. <laughs> um, you can also check out our blog, which yeah. you can find a link on there. And it's just basically a little devotional that we put out weekly to match with our show just to prepare our hearts for it. And um, you can listen to some of our Unbelievable segments. That's Definitely. a new feature where new you can feature. download the Unbelievables and have fun forever. Fire Flight, you decide. And that is a... We all come to that crossroads where we have to decide which direction we're going to go. And when we have that proper perspective of sin and proper perspective of God, it's a no-brainer. You know, God is holy. God has all the blessings and all the riches at his right hand. And what does sin get us? Pleasure for a moment, eternity without God. And when we have that proper view of what sin is, it'll deter us. You know, we'll be afraid to go down that path which is really important. We have to have that godly fear, that healthy fear of sin. And just in preparing for the show, I was so convicted in just the little compromises in my own life. And I'm sure all of you, you know, have those little compromises where you kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you sugarcoat, but not, that's not what I necessarily mean. You downplay, you know, sin. And you're like, well, you know, I'm not like in open sin. I'm not living in rebellion against God, but sin is sin. You know, Jesus died for sin. He didn't say, well, your sin, you know, it's just like a little parking ticket and, you know, I'll pay that off. It's no big deal. You know what I mean? It's not like he just like threw the parking ticket away or ripped it up. It was a huge deal. And, uh, you know, it was a capital offense. I remember hearing a a Bible study. It's like, you know, it wasn't like he just ripped it up. It still had to get paid for, you know, whatever your punishment was, it had to get paid for. And there is no, you know, parking tickets in the kingdom of God. It's... (laughs) You know, everything is, you know, murder one. <laughs> and there's got to be there a death penalty for it. And there's holiness and purity, and then there's everything else. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you, know. you know, it's just so remarkable to think about how God took all that. Think about, you know, when you think of it that way, you're like, man, Jesus himself was separated from God. Because that's what sin does. And that's why God had to turn away from Jesus when he put the sin and, and Jesus bore the wrath of God on the cross. Because God couldn't have communion with Jesus at that moment because sin was in the picture. And when we think of it that way, it's just so moving. And you're like, oh man, why would I ever want... And we all get charged up. And I'm sure after this show, we'll all get charged up. And I'm, like, I'm never going to sin again. But, right. you know, we're human. And I'll be tempted. Yeah. And then we'll... And we're like, oh man, we'll, well, we could it even wasn't, fail. And it wasn't we'll be like, oh, that bad. Maybe I'll try harder. Yeah. <laughs> that, might, that might work. <laughs> yeah. Try hard. Yeah. Try, try again. Uh, anyway, um, you know... The standard is set. It doesn't necessarily mean we're going to live up to it, but it also doesn't mean that the standard gets lower because we're, we're failing. So just keep that in mind. All right, that was Relying K. I so hate consequences. And that's a great song because that's what it is. I mean, we're talking about the fear of sin and the enemy. And it's not necessarily the fear of consequences, although, you know, we all don't want to sin because we don't want to reap the consequences because, you know, the old old farmer's principle, you know, you, you reap what you sow. You know, if you invest in that sin, you're going to reap the, the, the stuff that comes with it. Like Jeff was saying, the death and the and hell and the, 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 you know, pain and suffering, all those things that are that are in the world that are a result of sin. And, um, man, it's just it's just something we should be checking our hearts right now, you know, as we're looking at our own and hearts and just taking a, a hard look at where we are. You know, are we living pure? Are there little things that we're 
allowing to permitting to be in our lives, or are we really, you know, under that, you know, under that microscope, so to speak, with ourselves and taking inventory? You're unbelievable. The ultra. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. So I have a confession to make this evening in our unbelievable segment. I was at a occasion, a party, (laughs) and there was, you know, sodas out for for take of the taking and um i've been to parties before obviously i'm not a deadbeat i only you know i go to parties <laughs> and get social gatherings where there's soda and things to drink and um so i'm going through my options you know and and normally in my whole life i was just a passed over sierra mist it's like sierra mist well, i don't want that i don't want a coke or something you know <laughs> yeah. this past weekend or you know a little while ago i was at a party where Sierra Mist was there. They have redone their their marketing. You know, they, the box, the can. I don't know how new it is because I'm you know I'm not up with the whole Sierra yeah, Mist. Because you never you never yeah, like I it. I never like it. It's like whatever. So it's not, but it was available. Changed it like months ago. Yeah. The box and the cans are all like redone. It's like this forest, like all misty, like you know, Lord of the Rings looking like forest with like mists, you know. And yeah, and, the letters are like real. Yeah, almost like transparent. It's like, yeah, it's almost like intriguing. Yeah. You know, and I was like looking at this soda can I was like man that looks so good it's like <laughs> it's new like you know what I mean yeah. almost like it, it caused me to desire it it was the weirdest <laughs> thing and I'm like I am totally being taken by advertising yeah. you know <laughs> and um and then I start you know then we started thinking man if that if we could that the soda can could do that yeah. you know their advertising is just unbelievable it really is <laughs> I think about when you go to fast food places and you drive up to the drive through window and they have this giant, like, three-foot-tall burger, like, picture of this burger, and everything's, like, so perfect on yeah. it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, look how much the perfect dollop of special sauce just oozing out the sides, and sorry, I started to drool a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but then you get it, and it's, like, slapped together in this cardboard yeah. box, and it's, like, ugh, the hamburger's half off the rolls. I'm like, this is what the picture looked like, or but like, guess what? You bought it, didn't you? Didn't you? <laughs> the French fries look perfectly aligned in the actual container yeah like evenly spaced <laughs> out and everything and like and just you can just smell a picture and just taste it in your mouth like how great is this going to be but when you're actually ordering it and you're looking behind the counter and there's this big vat of oil and it's just like nasty dirty you're like oh, i can't be going to eat this you know <laughs> it's like but you do anyway but you do anyway and you love it yeah. because it's just good it's but a great picture of sin it, it really is and that ties it all together but like just that the the enemy is like the master of marketing. He must have gotten like a yeah. master's in it, <laughs> like marketing and integration and corporate whatever. So if you're in college tonight and your major is marketing, you're of the devil. So next song we got no, just <laughs> that's the point of it. Basically, no. that's what we're saying. And if no. you have but a problem, but it's very with that, powerful. It's very powerful. It is powerful. So beware. In fact, could I'm be drinking bad, something be right now that I like because of the color. It's called Jones Pure, Pure Cane Soda. Thank you for tuning in. We're here for another hour, so stick around. The Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. If you hadn't heard, this is our 95th show. We're approaching 100, so you want to definitely keep it locked here. See what kind of extravaganza uh, will be happening in the near future. But this, the topic, a healthy fear of sin and the enemy. You know, we don't want you, like we said before, like cowering in the closet, like, oh no, sin's going to get me. The enemy's like outside my door. <laughs> However, there is a verse in in Genesis, just to put you, you know, in God's mind for what sin basically is, is when he's talking to Cain, and Cain has murdered his brother Abel at this point, and he says, 
Cain, sin lies at your door, and its desire is for you. You should rule over it. He says, but you should rule over it. He's like, sin has a hold on you, but you should be over sin. You you shouldn't be affected by it, but you're allowing it to have a hold on you. So just keep that in mind. Next up, we have Into Your Arms Again by Ian Eskelin. All right, that was God Help Me, Rebecca St. James, a request from a listener. Yay! So thank you, Kihinde, for listening to us on Hope FM 90.5. We appreciate it. We are very, very excited that we got a request. And guess what? You can request a song. All you have to do is go to www.thealterlife.com. Right on the front page there, it says request a song. You click on it, it opens up your your mailbox, sends us an email. If you don't have Outlook, then you just type in requests at thealterlife.com, wherever your web browser or internet-based email is, Yahoo, all that stuff. And um, Gmail, you know, all those different kinds of email on the on the interweb. And uh, you can get your name on the radio. You can pick a song and be like, I told them to play that song, and they listened to me. And that's pretty cool. Um, but getting back to our topic, a healthy fear of sin and the enemy, Brent. Yes, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been going like, on. Yes, <laughs> I'm afraid. So back what? to sin, back to sin and the enemy, Brent. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> hmm. The Bible says that we are at, you know, while we were enemies with God, He saved us, which is kind of interesting yeah. because, you know, I don't think we were all like, you know thinking we were enemies with God, yeah. but <laughs> sin and the enemy is the opposite or the enemy of the Lord. You know, they're, yeah. they're in complete contrast. There's no mix in. And that's not necessarily evident in the culture today. You know, you look at the church, you look at um, the world, and you, it's almost like we're, we're glorified, you know, glor- you know, I don't know how to say this. We are uh, accept- tolerant? Yes. Is that the word you're looking tolerant. for? Tolerant. I'm looking for the same word you were trying to look for earlier this week, or earlier uh, tonight. What was and, it? Um, downplay? I, and I couldn't, you know, yeah. you were saying sugarcoat, but that yeah, wasn't it either. Downplay. Yeah, I it's kind of downplay. It's kind of like, you know, we won't think it's that severe, you know. It's just not that severe, the sin that we're doing. You know, it's, you know, it's all right if we do that a little bit. I mean, yeah, no what? big deal. Come on, loosen up. Why are you so, why are you being so uh, hard on yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Something we don't think of um, is that sin is ultimate and eternal separation from God. Without the blood of Jesus, thankfully we have the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin. But we don't weigh sin in that type of scale. We try to put it into some scale that makes it like it's not. God just doesn't want to want us to do it. Yeah, you know, it's it's like kind of like a forbidden thing. Instead of being like, no, this is why God doesn't want you to do it. It's not because he's a big meanie, and because he's just he likes us to stay away from sin because that's his preference. No, sin poses a, a, a danger in our relationship with God. Period. And we need to be aware of that because sin, as we said, links us to the enemy. And the enemy is that enemy with enmity with God. Exactly what we're talking about tonight, this the danger of sin. And, um, you know, taking it back to our topic title, you know, a healthy fear of the enemy and sin. You know, and we want to clarify, it's not necessarily fear of being caught. You know, it's not like... It's like all of a sudden, you know, know, we're sinning and we're just hoping that we don't get caught. And we're fearing the ramifications of us being found out. Because... You know, that's just that means we're in continual sin, and we're afraid of what it's going to, you know, mean publicly. How our our reputation is going to be bothered. It's all about us at that point, yeah. right? Um, so that's not a healthy fear. That's just, you know, that's stupid. just a natural fear. That's of, just natural fear. You know, people of our pride being uh, well, being embarrassed for the weaknesses that we have. But um, you know, this healthy fear, in contrast, is you know, and I'm fear. I'm just scared that I'm going to sin at all. You know, I just don't. I don't even want to even go down that path. You know, it's it's a lot more drastic. As Brent was saying, the world that we're in right now is just totally 
you know, we're, we're meshing the world and church together. Sin is being accepted. Sin is being, you know, thrown under a cloak. <laughs> and Spurgeon talks about this ex- explicitly uh, going through the morning and evening devotions of Charles Haddon Spurgeon on March 11th, actually. So this is a while ago. But um, it's just stuck with me. And he, there's just, he basically talks about how when we're first saved, there's a godly fear so that we don't offend against God. That's like our biggest thing when we get saved. And he says, but unfortunately that sadly wears off. And, and something he says is so amazing. He says, we palliate sin, we throw a cloak over it, we call it by dainty names. And we do that often. You know, when we have a sin, we, we try to sugarcoat it so it's like, no, I didn't lust after that person. I just, you know, didn't look the right way at them. Or I had different thoughts about that. appreciated yeah. the beauty of that person. <laughs> or, you know, I didn't punch that guy. I just kind of roughed him up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> or, I didn't really lie. I just, it was just a fit. Yeah. And you know, we try to soften it. We call it dainty names instead of being like, I did what nailed Jesus to the cross, basically. He says, Christian, beware how thou thinkest lightly of sin. Take heed lest thou befall by little and little. And um, something that he's, he says that's so amazing to me, sin a little thing, you know, it's, is it not a poison? Who knows its deadliness? We don't think about it that way. That, And in another portion, he actually says that um, sin is hell-deservingness. <laughs> or he says, if our heart is not conscious of the hell-deservingness of sin, we cannot expect to find forgiveness. How epic and <laughs> mind-blowing is that, that any sin, no matter how small, deserve, causes us to deserve hell. And if we think about it that way, that should put the fear of God <laughs> into us. And, uh, you know, it's not, you know, people talk about scaring themselves into heaven, but sometimes it's necessary because we need that wake up call. We need to see sin for what it really is. We need the mask to be taken off and see that grotesque image underneath. It's really just being honest with ourselves. You know, it's like, it's like being straight up with the, de- the desperate wickedness of our hearts and to being honest with the Lord about it so that he can come and he can heal us and he can forgive us and he can make us clean and we can be mindful of those things and walk circumspectly like Paul asked us to do. So, you know, thinking about last week, if you, you know, if you were tuned in last week, we were talking about the fear of the Lord being the beginning of wisdom and that wisdom was about being just allowing that discernment and understanding that can keep us pure and keep us holy and set apart for him. Um, mapping that, mapping that kind of into this week when we're talking about just being mindful of the, the very sinful nature that we possess just within ourselves and our flesh, you know, it all starts with a heart condition. It all starts with the ability to be humble before our God and, um, and to love mercy, to walk humbly, you know, to live, to live in, a, in a place in our hearts where we're looking to the Lord, looking for his um, to his understanding and his wisdom and his and his help in our time of need um, to keep us pure, to keep us on the right track. And that's such an essential thing in this crazy, crazy world that we live in, isn't it? So we wanted to thank you for tuning in for the last two hours. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, but ultimately what we're talking about here, sin, the enemy, proper perspective, just like we talked about last week with God. If you look back to the beginning, the first three chapters of the Bible it only took, you know, man, three chapters to screw it up. And then the rest of it is how God fixed it. But the enemy sinned and saw the communion and the relationship that we had with God before sin. So what did he do is that he tried to break that bond that we had with God and he succeeded. He, he caused, you know, what would have been eternal separation if not for God's plan from before the foundations of the world. 
God sent Jesus to reconcile us back to himself. The enemy doesn't like that. The enemy is about destroying that which is good and holy. So what he does is that he tempts us with sin. And, you know, sin itself is tempting. And our body is, you know, sinful. So we we are geared towards that. And our body leans towards that. And we need to have that fear. Because any sin was sent there, was, you know, was, you know, was brought into our life as the only purpose was to separate us from God. And it's important for us to think about that as we're tempted, as we're, we're about to sin, that this is going to break part of my relationship with God. It's going to damage it and it's going to take God himself to repair it. And it, it just causes more pain than, than good. And that's the important thing for us to realize when we're looking at sin and trying to get a proper perspective of it. Remember that the enemy is like a roaring lion, the Bible says, seeking whom he may devour. He's not kidding, you know. He is serious. The enemy is serious about eating us up and devouring our souls and and throwing us away at the end of the day. And that's what sin's all about. You know, it looks good, it feels good, it tastes good, but then later it just it makes you sick. And, um, you know, our desire, my, my desire for my life is that I hope that the Lord can... Um, purify my heart and I just ask that tonight just from the Lord that he would allow us to look at ourselves and and come clean and um, ask forgiveness and let the Lord do that work in our lives tonight so we're going to play this last song but until next week be cool cats live for Christ the altar life music truth real period period